welcome to Summer Reading. I'm Rebecca Renner. Today, our six-year-old critic and major bibliophile is recommending stories about monsters, animals, a world-renowned scientist, and a sassy kindergartner. Coming up are her reviews of Bunnicula, Best Friends Hattie and Henry, Ordinary People Change the World, and Junie B. Jones. My guest is six-year-old Lucy, who loves her two rat terriers, drawing bunnies and other animals, as long as they're cute, and everything crafty. On previous episodes, we've discussed some pretty heady topics, but on this one, we're really going to dive into that great idea that reading can just be fun. Sure, we all could learn something or learn a lesson, but books should just be enjoyable. Otherwise, why bother? What kind of books are your favorites? Mm, I like chapter books. What's um, that? What's a chapter book? It's a book with chapters in it. Oh, yep. Well, that makes sense. Well, what other kind of books do you like? I like a lot of animal books because they're so chubby and cute and small. How do you know when you found the right book? Whenever I get into a book, I'm just staring down at the book. I don't do anything else. Is there a way that you know you're really into a book? When I get books from the library, I usually try to read them quick so I can get through all of them. But when I get interest in a book, I read them like wherever I go. I brought a book to school and I started reading it. I liked it. So <laughs> when I got, I was on the bus, like my friends were asking me, why aren't you going to talk? I was just, I was just looking at my book. And then when I got home, I was uh, still reading until my mom said it was time for bath. And then the minute I got out, I started reading it. I was getting my pajamas on. What's one way that you really love to enjoy books? I try to sneak books into my bed, and I try to read them under my covers, but mom and dad always find it. Yeah, every once in a while I'll sneak a little read in on a slow day. My boss has yet to catch me. I'm probably ratting myself out right now. Our first book is Banicula by Deborah and James Howe. And although I had never heard of this series before, I soon learned that even vampires can have adorably fuzzy tails. I read this book about Banicula, and she's a vampire bunny. I like that. It's really cool. I'm almost on chapter 12. Does the bunny bite people? No, but she sucks their skin off or something. <gasps> what? Okay, let's talk about this book. In the beginning, she sucked a tomato um, peel off, and it was plain old white. And then the dad came down, like, not like the dad, Bunny. It was like a person, and the dad, of the person dad, um, when he came down, his face was white, too. So the bunny, like, drank his blood. Or something. <gasps> dog thinks that Bunicula is fine, and then the cat doesn't trust him. He's like, I don't know about him. So this is, okay, so it's a bunny inside of someone's house, like it's a pet. Yeah, it's a pet bunny. So they found it at the movies. They found the bunny at the movie theater? Yeah. I need to read this book. <laughs> I thought the bunny was a boy. Is the bunny a boy or a girl? Bunicula is a boy, even though when I saw the book, I keep thinking, is she a girl or a boy? I keep thinking that, and then in the book that it said that it was a he, not a she. Were you ever scared of the bunny? No, Benicula, um, in the drawing she looks cute, because on the cover you see her with a 
fangs and stuff. In the book, she's just black and white. You don't really see the fangs. Are there like carrots all over the house with like little hole marks in them? No, she sucks other vegetables too. Tomatoes, carrots, and all other things. Wait, wasn't Benicula a boy? Yeah. He's a vegetarian vampire. So mm-hmm. he like sucks the juices out of fruits and vegetables. Yeah, so somehow they become white. Okay, that makes it a lot less scary now. I think I could read it. Maybe in the daytime, so I don't get scared. (laughs) (laughs) If you were going to rate this book in stars, so one star would be like, it was okay. And five stars would be like, this is one of my favorite stories. How many stars would you give it? I think I would give it a four. Speaking of bunnies, let's move on to our second book. Best Friends, Hattie and Henry by Jenny Dale and Susan Hellard is a story following a magician's rabbit who's not too happy when a little gray kitten starts infringing on her act. Can you tell our listeners a little bit about that book? It's about a bunny and a kitty, and they work with their friend. Henry's a magician's kitty, and Hattie is a magician's rabbit. The bunny rabbit was... The magician's assistant, and then the kitty showed up? Is that true? And then the bunny was getting a little jealous. The bunny was getting jealous of the kitty because the magician usually uses the kitty and not the bunny rabbit. Oh, so he's using the kitty more than the bunny rabbit? Yeah. Well, no wonder the bunny's getting so jealous. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Mm-hmm. Was there any lesson that you learned in it? No. Okay, so it doesn't sound like you're actively looking for books with morals in them. It sounds like you just like to read for fun. Yeah. Okay, out of one to five stars, how would you rate this book? Hmm, I think I would give it five stars. Five stars, that's a good review. Mm-hmm. Our next book is from The Ordinary People Change the World series from Brad Meltzer. This biography series is interesting because it tells the childhood tales of some very famous people and how these life moments led to the important people they would eventually become. Yeah, I've read a a few of those. Can you tell me about them? Mm -hmm. So I've read a lot at school and then I've read four at home. I've read Abraham Lincoln, Amelia Earhart. I've read Helen Keller and Jane Goodall. These are stories about famous people when they were younger. Is that true? Yeah, but then um, they showed at the end when they got um, a little bit bigger. And then they have a timeline at the back, on the back. That's cool. So you kind of get to see their life as like Mm -hmm. how old they were when they were your age. Yeah. And then all the way up until adult. Mm -hmm. So who is Jane Goodall? She um, helps chimpanzees. She was a scientist looking at chimpanzees and stuff. I read Jane Goodall a lot. Did it talk about when she was younger and like what got her interested in? She was saving up money to get a trip to Africa. When she was a kid? Yeah. Did she get to do it? Yeah. Did those books inspire you to want to have like to be something in the future or like because you said you really liked animals did that inspire you reading a lot of animal books to be a vet or anything like that yeah i read tons of animal books but i i want to be like an artist who draws animals i draw animals a ton of time you want to be an artist when you grow up yeah what would you give the book Hmm. i like that one a lot so i'm giving it a five 
Our last book is Junie B. Jones by Barbara Park, about an outspoken firecracker of a kid, her funny family, and her school-time adventures. I really, really, really like Junie B. Jones. I like her. So what was this book about? I've listened to a few books, and I've read most of the books. It's about this girl, and she's uh, she's in kindergarten, and she has her friend Lucille, and um, and Grace. Yeah. And then there's um a bully, and there's someone who she calls Crybaby Willie, because he cries a lot. There are twenty-eight books in the Junie B. Jones series. How many do you think you've read? I've read all of the titles like a million times, and I've counted like 20 or 20, 21 or 22. The author, Barbara Park, once wrote that people believe that the value of a children's book can be measured only in terms of the moral lessons it tries to impose or the perfect role models it offers. Personally, I happen to think that a book is of extraordinary value if it gives the reader nothing more than a smile or two. What would you rate this book? I would give five. I love Junie B. Jones. I just like that book. I just like all the books. They're so fun. Is there anything we forgot to talk about today? Yeah, I want to say hi to my mom. Today I learned that sometimes reading can just be fun. Whether you're on a bus ignoring your buddies or sneaking books into your bed at night, it's an anytime activity that makes the moment better and hopefully gives you a smile or two. Thank you so much for listening. New episodes of Summer Reading come out each Tuesday through September 19th on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, and, well, wherever else you like to listen to your podcasts. Subscribe, rate, review. All of it's a big help. And tell your friends and family about this show. Look, the podcast was built on the idea that kids have a lot to say, and books are a great way to get them to say it. So get reading, get talking. Oh, speaking of which, kids, if you have a favorite book you want to tell us about or the world, um, ask a parent to record your voice for a one-minute review, and we might just play it on the next podcast. Send us a link to the audio file on Dropbox or an equivalent, and email it to summerreading at usatoday.com. 